This podcast is rated E for explicit. I was loading groceries in my truck, and she already put her groceries in the car, and she just drove over, and she said, she said, hey, how are you? I said, I'm doing well. She was like, she'll let you know. You're a very handsome young man. I said, well, thank you. She was like, I know um, this may sound a little weird, but I was talking to my sister and she indicated like I needed to just go out and just meet people um, and be a little more forward. And Hmm. I was like, yeah, I said, yeah, you you should. I, I said, if you feel like that was something that was holding you back in life, I'm like, go ahead and, you know, speak up. She's like, so... I'm going to ask for your phone number <laughs> and maybe we can get together and have a drink or so. And I was a little, I was a little surprised by it, but I appreciate her courage. So I gave her my number. Okay. So I gave her my number. I said, Hey, here's my number. Um, and so she called me and we spoke, but I kept it very brief. Mm-hmm. You weren't interested. I knew I wasn't interested from the jump. Okay, why? Because I'm a fuckboy. You met me in the midst of many things. Shedding skin, sprouting wings, looking at life as a spiritual being through a human lens, having conversations with God about so many things. This show is your invitation. The Poet God is the conversation. Recently, I played priest to a fuckboy who had many things to confess. And as with all of my guests who trust me with their stories, I count myself blessed. Once he was booked, I started to take a look into the various definitions of what a fuckboy even is. And I learned a couple things. And, uh, oh my God, there's, there's a quiz. This show is about to be lit. Because, as I've learned, there's levels to this shit. So an F-boy literally never makes you feel secure. He never makes you feel like you are the only one. He is yours and he's everybody else's. And he makes sure to let you know that he's a very attractive guy or he's got a lot of money. This is a phrase that gets thrown a lot quite often by women. And it has a negative connotation, but I personally never saw it as a bad thing. What that means is you're a guy that likes to fuck, right? Which is basically every man. These kind of type of guys seem super confident, but it's only a outward confidence. It's like a hollow box. So the outside is beautiful, like a present wrapped up beautifully, but inside 
the box is empty. You can't be a fuck boy and be really bad with women. That doesn't exist, right? Uh, so it's basically like the male version of a slut. But again, I never saw that as a bad thing. And, and you kind of feel like, oh my God, he actually likes me. Like this amazing guy actually really, really likes me. And you start to feel flattered without actually doing your due diligence and checking this guy's bullshit character, which I always talk about. I'm always about character, character, character. It's not about the outside. It's about what's inside, okay? And that's where a lot of us go wrong. So to me, it's always been interesting when girls will say to me, you're a fuckboy, you're like a fuckboy. Are you saying that I can get a lot of pussy? Uh, yes, please. So Adrian took me on a journey into the mentality of a fuckboy. And what you may take away may be as varied as these definitions of what a fuckboy is today. The journey of where this starts is, I would have to take it back to when I was younger. Uh, we'll, we'll go like high school. Mm-hmm. I, got, I got teased a lot in high school. I was like a nerd, mm-hmm. you know. Um, they, I would get teased, but at the same time, I was just real chill. And, and when it came to like, female nature or female attention, you know, I kind of scurried, I won't say scurried away from it, but I was into my video games. Okay. okay. You know? And so you get into, you start living life and you start getting into college and things like that. And then you start getting saying, Hey, you're cute. I mean, you're not thinking like, Oh, I can really take this somewhere, but you, you, you get that. And then it's like, okay, well let me, Go with that. So you become the cute guy. You become the nice guy. Okay. You know, and then from there, you start getting in relationships and things like that. And then they don't work out. Or then you start realizing more about yourself as far as like what you like and what you dislike. Mm-hmm. And for me, having to be one of those that was kind of a late bloomer, mm-hmm. I went to a stage where... I tried to catch up from things that I missed out on. So when you say like a late bloomer, what did that look like for you? Late bloomer is like, I'll give you an example. Like I even like have, like I even had my first kiss since I was like 17 years old. Okay. You know, I was, you know, I, I just, everything was just late for me. Like I, I didn't really hang out as far as like partying or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the only time I hung out after school one time was really like for like, a dance or like um senior dance or something like homecoming that's what homecoming yeah i was really all i did i was i was i was very very introverted gotcha uh, okay and so it took a, a while for me to kind of come out my shell i see basically I see. so upon coming out you know my shell or whatever as a young man you you you, you start to understand as far as like what makes the world go around or like what makes you successful or what people look at you as, you know, you, you, you look and see as far as like, okay, what are women are attracted to? Mm -hmm. Women are attracted to power, their dominance. And you're like, well, I'm not like that. You know, you just have this conception. So you didn't see yourself like that in the early stages. Okay. No, 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 not at all. I just, I just looked at myself as a nice guy. You know, I had a very, very close relationship with my family, with my mom, you know, just, just, just like a good dude. Yeah. As you get older, you just, you, you, you kind of challenge yourself as far as like, okay, is this really who I am? Mm. You know, mm-hmm. and did you start having that shift in about around college 
time or before? It was actually past college. Past college. It was past college, yeah. yeah. So I would say, because even through college, actually my first realm of getting attention mm-hmm. was actually at a job that I had. I, I, I'll admit I worked at a call center. Okay. Call centers have reputations of like the <laughs> ratio being of like six women to like one guy. Oh, whatever, okay. You okay. know, so, and I came in and I was like fresh meat, to be honest with you. And so I'm getting all this attention, like at a call center. I'm just like, where is this coming from? You know, just understanding, like, I looked at myself totally different than maybe what the outside world look, looks at me as mm-hmm. pretty much. So that was kind of my first taste as far as like, hmm, okay. All right. So it really didn't start changing for me until I would say like, mid-20s okay mid-20s so done with school working um a monumental change in my life was deciding to relocate from my previous city so i moved from one city to another just did it just off the strength of just wanting to do something different right so i was really kind of like out there on my own so up until that point, I was still somewhat a little bit sheltered because I had like my friends, my family. Near mm-hmm. me. So, so now, and, what, and where did you grow up? What was that? I grew up in Chicago. Chicago. Okay. Yeah, I grew up All in right. Chicago. I grew up on the South Side. Okay. So born and raised, mm-hmm. still always home to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so growing up in that part, a, a, a town, you know, this is the best, but you know, it, it is what it was. Mm-hmm. You know, I have fun, great memories and things like that. So um, growing up in that, you know, in that era too, so we're we're we're, we're talking nineties, basically growing up in the nineties um, in Chicago and into the two thousands. So, but I decided I needed a change, mm-hmm. um, and so I made the trek down south to Georgia, mm-hmm. and so <laughs> I had no idea, you know, what to expect when I moved here. So upon moving here, I just got exposed to things, you know. Um, the friendliness, the the southern hospitality, it, it may not be there. It may not be like it is now, but back then, there was a little more hospitality back then. You gotcha. Know? So, coming down to Georgia, it was it was different compared to Chicago. People were just a lot more friendly, mm-hmm. approachable. You know, um, and at the time I moved here, you know, I, um, I was single and. I'll admit, I I think that was the beginning stages of it, of just understanding like how life works. Um, as far as you want to be the family guy or you want to just have a little fun, mm-hmm. you know, me not having kids at time like is also helps too. Right, you know, to where you like you got freedom. Right, you got freedom. You focus on your work, and then it's like you you work, you pay bills. Oh, what was there to do? Let's go out and just have a good time, mm-hmm. you know. And that's kind of where it started. That was that's level one. Yeah. But as you get older, as I got a little older, the more I just started to realize, I got into a couple of relationships and things like that. And these were serious relationships. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, okay. I, I was in a couple of long term relationships. Okay, um, and in, in your twenties, late twenties, late twenties. Okay. More so. Okay. Time flies. Yeah. <laughs> time flies big time, you know? And so, but during those, I just realized like, 
let me see, let me see what's there on the other side of the fence. Mm, outside you know, of this experience. You know, I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, we were keeping it real here. You know, you, you kind of get that wandering eye. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You get that wandering eye mm-hmm. just to see what you can do because the male ego is real mm-hmm. <laughs> as far mm-hmm. as just like being able to see if you can pull. It's, pull this or pull, yeah. It, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's basically like, you know, let me see what, I, what can come out of this, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, like in one particular relationship, like I purposely like gave it a break. Okay. Part of it was, it was I'll admit, it was just becoming more and more monotonous. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't really, it wasn't really moving a needle. So you were, you were bored. I was bored. Yeah. No, I was just, that's, that's, that's a good way to say I was bored. Mm-hmm. You got bored. On a break and doing a break, you know, I was like, okay, all right, this is I like this, mm-hmm. you know. So doing that, I, I I had that experience, and then once we broke up, I just went through a phase, mm-hmm. just you know meeting chicks and you know taking them out and then back then online dating was considered more of a taboo Mm. where you know you had to log online and you know people like you meeting strangers off the internet it's not like what it is now (laughs) it's not like what it is now you pick up your phone and right you know if you don't meet online now they're like well how did you guys meet you know right right back then it was just more so like it was just more taboo and all but yeah i mean that was an added advice that was needed other than just meeting people either at work or you know the grocery store whatever the case may be Mm -hmm. where it really got to the point where you 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 started to see yourself as like fuckboy status. Mm-hmm. Um, I went through a, a change physically, also. You know, I I, I hit the gym. Um, my parents changed, so you know I was low on the chubby side, and I started hitting the gym, start seeing the results and everything like that. And then this, and you get older, and men men can take aging differently a lot of times where you can actually improve your i won't say your look but things change when, when it comes with confidence and, right and you, you become more established right you know mm-hmm. the facial hair gets more thicker and mm-hmm. all that you know and would you say a little bit more refined in the way you more, carry yourself that, in the that, way you... in, in, in experience also mm-hmm. you know because now as you get older you're meeting people from different age ranges too. So you get the older women, you get the women your age, and you can get in slightly younger. So now you're dealing with different age ranges. So you it, it opens up the pool a so lot a more. Broader appeal. Broader appeal. That's, yes. that, that that that's a great way to explain it basically. Yeah. Broader appeal. Um with that being said, the more and more confidence that I got with that, the more the, the more, you know, it was just like that's a different now you know Mm -hmm. so with that um comes with responsibility Mm -hmm. because now you do realize it's i won't say it's easy but it's easier as far as the approach or the chase with women you Mm -hmm. know um where you can just go to a bar and just chill and you're scoping Mm -hmm. you know um and before you know it, you look at your phone and you're, you're talking to like eight to ten different women at mm-hmm. one time. Right. Know? So 
that can become a chore, mm-hmm. you know, on top of trying to do your day to day as well. Right. You know, so. Um, and so, yeah, if 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 the title of what is con- constituted as a fuckboy, that would be me. <laughs> <laughs> to juggle eight women at one time, do you, is it kind of like a requirement to be a fuckboy in order to do that effectively? To, to give, to, to, to give juggle time, that. Yeah. yeah. You, you, you have to, a lot of times you, you, you have to honestly be real with yourself, but then also you have to tell them what they want to hear, mm-hmm. you know? And so you have to develop patterns and, um, you know, what to say, what to withhold information from, things like that in order to get it to work. Because obviously, eight to ten women, if 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 you're seeing eight women, you and it's only seven days in a week, you're just not gonna be able to do that. Right. You know, so you have to you you have to reinvent yourself several times. I see. <laughs> just be real. With reinvent yourself several times. I love it. You have to reinvent yourself. <laughs> you know, you have to become like a shapeshifter. You uh-huh. know? Um, in order for it to work. And honestly, for a while, it, it's kind of fun. We'll be right back. After these messages. Men have feelings too. I'm coming from like a, a really rough, a rough time mm. in my life. Although society doesn't often give us the room to sort them out in the healthy ways as we need to do. Throughout my childhood, yeah, they would say I would shy because I wouldn't talk. Mm-hmm. You know, very observant, but I wouldn't speak up. But that's the gift. We have the power to give each other as friends and as brothers. Girl, girls like me, <sighs> and they be throwing the pussy at me. Okay. And most, most oftentimes, I, I catch it. After my former co-worker's messy breakup, he had a lot to unpack emotionally. I know that you're attracted to muscular black men Mm-mm-mm. and i see that you do I, I see that you do follow some but i don't care and in this anatomy of a breakup he was as candid as he could be i can't lie like i'm i'm ratchet as fuck listen to the anatomy of a breakup season three episode nine and after you follow the poet god podcast on your favorite podcasting app a quick search of the poet god on twitter and instagram will connect you to just what we have on tap and if you're not that social at thepoetgod.com we got your back did you have a circle of friends that you shared the experiences with you shared advice with um, you know, how did that, what was that culture, that community like? What you may see on TV, uh-huh. you, you, you'll see that where it's just like a bunch of guys and they're talking about all the chicks that they, you know, that they didn't bang or slept with or whatever the case may be. I didn't roll like that. Okay. I maybe had like maybe one or two friends that actually knows as far as like, you know, how I roll basically. Because you also got to realize like guys hate on other guys too. And and guys want you for your downfall also because it could be where like you may be talking to a chick that you know 
like your, your boy may have wanted or whatever. And he's going to, and he, you know, he may feel a certain way about her and he don't want you, he don't want you to succeed. So like getting back to what I said, as far as like reinventing yourself and shape shifting, um, it's best a lot of times to kind of run incognito, mm-hmm. you know, you have to, in some cases, you know, sometimes you have to be this super nice guy to where it's like, oh, you know, Ryan is, is a stand-up guy. Um, another time it may be where, you know, you, you, you see him and then it's like, well, he's cool, but he can be kind of a, kind of a dick, you know? Um, so you have to figure out your approach and then you have to kind of stick with the script. So you're shape shifting <laughs> depending on what you want out of that individual female. It's not necessarily within the female. It depends on the situation on the, and the situation and the situation. Okay. Because I mean, uh, a lot of people may think it's like, okay, well he's just praying on women. Like there is no way I would like deal with a person like this. It's like, that's not necessarily the case because women are here just as bad as men. Mm-hmm. You know, and so they're in the game too. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're my, I'm gonna ask you about that later. Okay, uh-huh. <laughs> they, they're, they're in the game too, mm-hmm. and so with that, it really just depends on the situation where, and where, what works best. Mm-hmm. With some women, you know, you can be upfront, and they respect that, and they actually want to deal with you. Like, just say, "Look, I'm, I'm not looking to settle down. Like, you know, we can hang out." We can do our thing, but I'm 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 not trying to I'm not trying to go exclusive. Right. So you get all these other terms that everybody's doing, like, you know, monogamous, non-monogamous, things like that. You know, I just say, hey, this is me. And a lot of them would just respect that. And they'd be like, you know what? That's fine. That's not for me. Okay, that's fine. That's cool. Yeah. You have others that's like, you know what? Typically I wouldn't deal with someone like you, but since you kept it real with me, you know. It is what it is. Okay. Like I, I, I can respect that. So it's like, cool. So we have an understanding. Right. Where it goes south is when the feelings get involved, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. or you're not spending enough time with me or by chance someone catches you, catches you with someone else out in public. Like, oh, how do you, you know, how are you going to handle that? Have you been, had to handle that? Uh, I've never had. Knock on wood. <laughs> I've never had an incident where it blew up like that, but oh. I've had where it was um, looks staring like, okay, I see you. Like, okay, I see you too. Uh-huh. And that's it. And they're seeing you with somebody else. Yes. I see. Yes. Oh. So, you know, okay. we're, all, we're all adults. <laughs> Nobody's trying to blow up each other's spot. You know, uh huh. So you gotta, you 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 gotta maneuver. You gotta maneuver. Uh huh. Um, it, it's 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 how it is. So that's in a nutshell of how it starts and what it can, curtails and what it consists. Have you had a experience where you were upfront with a female and they agreed to? You know, like you said earlier, roll with it because they respected that you you were upfront, and then later on, they shifted, meaning that they wanted more than they said that they would. That happens a lot. Okay, that happens a lot. Um, so you you almost have to just let them know, like, this is what it is. 
if you find yourself getting attached, you need to let me know. Because I look at it where a lot of guys wouldn't care because it's all about them, you know. But, you know, I'll, for me personally, it's like, look, this is what it is. Um, if you find yourself, like, getting attached or things like that, you know, communicate. Communicate. Because there's a strong possibility, like, I may feel the same way, too. Mm-hmm. You know? So has that happened? Because I was wondering about that. Have you been that in those shoes where you didn't think you would get attached and then that happened? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. For sure. You sure you're a fuckboy? <laughs> I have. If anything, I have fuckboy tendencies. <laughs> I mean, if I'm not 100, percent I'm 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 in the I'm I'm in the upper echelon basically. <laughs> just put it like that. But no, I mean we're we're human, right? Right. And you know you meet you meet the right one, and you you just never know. As regardless of what your mentality says, mm-hmm. um, your heart might say something. Different. Yeah, I, somebody gave me a, a real good advice. Like the heart wants what it wants. Yeah, wants what it wants. Mm-hmm. There's nothing you can do about that. Ain't happy yet, but just saying, <laughs> um, I'm open to where that could possibly take place. And it is some cases where I may meet someone and I'm just like, you know, I'm really into her. Mm-hmm. I want to see what's up and turn around and those feelings aren't reciprocated. And so, you know, where the ego comes in at is like, well, why not? Why aren't I like, you know... I can make you mine. Like I can really make you happy. It could be where she's just not feeling you or she's doing the same thing. You know, True. you just never know. And so that's why I said it's, you, you may hear the term where they say it's a dirty game mm-hmm. and that's what it is because, you know, feelings don't get spared if, if, if you're out here. And it's not like I necessarily chose. It just kind of, I kind of just fell into it to where, you know, if you're not, settling down and you know you get more and more into your ways and you're mm-hmm. just like well this is just what it is yeah you know this is this is my life mm-hmm. you know i mean for someone who feels like you know they don't want to get married or just play the field i mean protect yourself i mean because it's more than a dirty game i hear you know mm-hmm. and as long as you're up front and everybody's if you're not purposely trying to hurt people it's nothing wrong with it right there's nothing wrong with it so when you think of a classic uh, fuckboy scenario that you've experienced, you know, like the quintessential experience of what you can think of, tell me about what that looked like. Meet someone. Um, they show interest. You show interest in them. Take her out. Have a good time. Um, spend time you 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 know her likes dislikes you know you watch a movie or or things like that and so it's like you're dating mm-hmm. but you're, you're you're not gonna let her go through your phone yet mm-hmm. no because first of all you got the phone on silent because <laughs> you don't want to, you, you don't want her to hear all of those notifications. Yeah, exactly. You want to hear the notifications go out. If you if you're driving with her, you know you make sure you turn that Bluetooth off before you get in that car. <laughs> you don't want no questions whatsoever. Because mm-hmm. um, you know you still 
You're just still seeing what's out there. Right. But obviously, like, you can tell, like, someone's catching feelings for you. Mm-hmm. But you're you're also like, well, I like you, mm-hmm. but I don't know if I like you enough to where I can just give up what I'm doing. That's where the fuckboy tendency start coming in at. I see. Because it's it's not necessarily stringing her along. It's just that it's just going to take you a lot longer to catch the feelings, as they say. Okay. You know? And so then it becomes a matter of where she's trying to move the relationship forward and you're still kind of stuck in neutral. Mm. You know? Or and, and what time frame are you thinking of? It really varies because it depends on how how, how hot and heavy the relationship started. I see. Because it could be where if it was just like instant, because people, you know, the dating pool is so, how can I say, suspect nowadays. Yeah. To where people meet someone and they kind of want to lock it down. Like they don't want to, they don't want to waste time. Mm -hmm. They see potential and they're just like, you know what, where, (laughs) when I hear the term, what, what are we, or where do we stand? It's kind of like, <laughs> Yo, I just met you like two yeah, weeks like, ago. Boom. So yeah. wait, you get that question that early? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, I'm telling you not, not, not a lot, but you have some women that want to drag and take their time. Cause I want to get to know you. But as a guy, sometimes you're just like, okay, I understand that. But, I don't have all day. Like if I'm showing interest, <laughs> you know, let me know. It's it's like basketball. We're on a shot clock here, you know? Uh-huh. So wait, do you think there's a double standard, but even that? Uh, so if you want to move things along quickly because you like what you see, you don't really have that much patience if she's not moving at your speed. Yeah, it, it, it's a total dose. It's a total. Okay, yeah. I just want to make sure. I'm, yeah, you, I'm you, picking you, that you up. have to look at it that way. Like <clears throat> we're out here looking for our best interest. Yeah, not necessarily what is fair. Okay, I got you. So you have to look at look at it that way. It's like, yo, like, no, I like you. Like, I want to pursue it, but if you kind of get the resistance, it's like, well, why the hell are you resisting me? Right. It's, do you know who I am? Do you what I can? Yeah. No. <laughs> it's, you know, it's borderline arrogance. Are you a, f- a fuckboy? Maybe you just have a tendency or two. Well, stay tuned because Adrian will share his take on eight examples of fuckboy fuckery we have for you. We'll be back. We'll be right back after these messages. Have you ever felt like traditional or religious ideas surrounding monogamy or marriage are out of date or unrealistic? Well, you're not alone in that. We started really defining what our marriage was to us, as right. opposed to like, hey, you got a ring, so that means right. he's, he's got someone. I've seen people with these uh, MacGuffins of marriage and love, <laughs> right? That's what I'm gonna call it, right? Like, 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 you got the ring, you got this, and they still dishonor it. After watching Showtime's The Affair and Netflix's Sex Life, I was like, hmm. 
can I talk to about this? And I thought my friend Dante, who's married with children, would be the perfect person to have this conversation with. Hey, Dante, do you remember that question that I asked you? Yeah, yeah, I got that on deck. Because uh, <laughs> I've been watching a series called The Affair that's been interesting on many levels. Have you ever felt like traditional slash religious ideas of monogamy are outdated or out of step with the needs of humanity? Yeah, I know it's a heavy question. Nah, that was that was that was like. <laughs> and apparently, he thought so too. <laughs> Finally, somebody <laughs> going to ask me this question. So guess what? That's just what we're about to do. Listen to Sexually Speaking, Season Four, Episode Five. And after you follow the Poet God podcast on your favorite podcasting app, a quick search of the Poet God on Twitter and Instagram will connect you to just what we have on tap. And if you're not that social, at thepoetgod.com, we got your back. You know, the other thing that I wonder about too is. As far as the hot and heavy uh, scenario, yeah. when you and tell me how this works in your head, like if you meet somebody, um, how quickly does sex happen? Uh, and de- depending on how quickly sex happens, do you look at them differently? That's a really great question, and I'll, I'll answer that. It depends. But I will say the majority of the time, if you have sex quickly, it does kind of change the way you look at them because sex isn't necessarily the only thing that's on a guy's mind to where it's like it's it can be kind of easy mm-hmm. to where it's like you're you're looking for more than just the physical. Right. Because the physical is going to always be there. Mm-hmm. If, a, if a woman, a lot of times... If she sleeps with a guy, a guy mentality is is whoa, what's next? There's there there's no challenge there. Because, I see because you gave up the goods. <laughs> you gave up the goods. There there was no hype. There's like it's it's almost like an album release. Like if someone's dropping an album, you're gonna you they give you a date way in advance, like. You know, we're in the summer now. If you know somebody's out about to drop in the fall, mm-hmm. they'll drop a single, they'll drop another, they'll drop two songs from the album to highly anticipate the release. The tease. Exactly. Yeah. Compared to you meet a chick, like you, you, you meet her on Friday, Friday night, and in about four or five hours, you hitting it. <laughs> okay all right I, I i got the release the, the albums the album's dope it, it is but okay what next album is dropped right so but on the flip side like for for women i mean they could be the same way too mm-hmm. you know to where they're like you know it, it is what it was and, and a lot of women you know like, that's what they want you know it's just like well i just I was feeling it, and I just I have needs to be met. So mm-hmm. I can say a lot. There's needs to be met, mm-hmm. which is perfectly fine. But when you look at it from a a long term perspective, like if you're looking at someone as far as potentially being with long term, it's something that you consider is like, okay, well, how quickly did she give it up? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like because a lot of people have like the three day rule and and all, or the ninety day rule and things like that. Um, it really just depends. On the flip side, though, if have you been in a situation where you feel like, okay, you're making me wait too long? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because it's 
especially when you kind of hint around when, when there's obviously like flirting there and there's attraction, but it's just also where it's, you know, you, you, you're purposely like, oh no, I'm not doing this. Like, okay, all right. Unless I'm really feeling you, I feel like I'm probably putting in too much work. Uh, especially knowing that I can just probably hit up someone else and I don't have to go through all this, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like a lot of times what that leads to is to put you in a friend zone because mm. you didn't kind of, you've kind of deadened or numbed the, the primal aspect of, you know, me pursuing sex with you. Now you're just a homie. Mm-hmm. And now when you're ready to be like, okay, I'm ready to go with you. I don't see you that way. No. more. Oh, okay. Mm. You, you're fine. But there was a window that I could have, you, you, I could have got with you, but you, you was, you was giving me the okie doke. You was giving me the runaround. So how long would you say that window is like, what time frame is that window? That window can be, that window would be a couple of weeks. <laughs> a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> It just depends. Like, I, I mean, oh, we're, we're all different. So right. there, there isn't a a set time for anything. It's just, you know, people wake up, you know, and we, I hope we all like change underwear every day. <laughs> uh, just the way we, we do our attitudes, the, the way we feel. The way we feel. On, uh, that, that, right. You know? Yeah. So. And I, and I suspect it depends on how attractive you are to that person. You know? Yeah. And. Attraction isn't all just looks. Yeah. It's definitely personality. It's about sense of humor. Yeah. The way they treat others. Don't get me wrong. But I don't care what anybody says. Attraction gets you in the door. Mm-hmm. You know, from a physical aspect. Oh, definitely. So, I know, mean. It, it gets you in the door to where it's like, okay, well, you come on in, wait in line. But <laughs> at least you're in the at least you're in the room. Not wait in line. <laughs> at least Not, you're in the room. Okay, I believe you're a fuck boy now. That, <laughs> that sounds like something. Just saying. I love it. Wait in line. Just, just saying. Just saying. There's eight in front of you. Yeah. You know, it's <laughs> rotation. And it's when you go online, like you see that where, you know, you hear women like, I'm not trying to be anyone's rotation. So uh-huh. You know, but that's that's how it is. You think that's unrealistic to think that you're not in anyone's rotation? I think depending on like where you meet, like we'll use online, for example. Mm-hmm. If you meet someone online, you I would hope that you assume that you're not the only one that that person is talking to. Now, whether you want to acknowledge it, that's totally different. But you have to have it in the back of your mind like he's talking to other women so mm-hmm. when that's where i kind of like it raises a red flag for me when someone instantly is like you know after like one date is like well where what are we you know it's like well, yeah that's i would i would agree that's definitely a red flag yeah but you have to realize it's it's competition mm-hmm. also you know um in the city that i live in you know the ratio is 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 pretty one-sided, like women to men. So mm-hmm. women have to realize, like, you know, to find a, they call like a good man or whatever the case may be. And, you know, they, 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 they have to put, they have to put their dibs in. Yeah. You know, now it could be reversed if I live somewhere else um, to where I'm like, okay, well I need to snag her now or, or things like that. But 
typically for men, if you have your shit together, mm-hmm. um, you know, you take care of your body, you smell good, you you have a great job, and you have a gift of gab, and you know, generally people can gravitate to you or whoever, whatever you prefer. If you have it on point, the women will find you. Mm-hmm. They will find you one way or another, you know, in in all phases. Mm-hmm. Like they, they 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 will tend to find you basically. Mm-hmm. Do you think that 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 it any of this um, changes with the race of women that you're you're dealing with? Mm, yes and no. Okay. Uh, all women have similarities, but also then when it comes to race. And it's not necessarily because you you have a different skin color that you you just automatically are, are a certain way. It just has more to do with, with your upbringing mm-hmm. or just the people that are around you. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, you know, I've dated the whole rainbow, <laughs> the whole rainbow, the, the whole rainbow. And so there's you don't find that any particular type of woman is more attracted to you than others, or it's just been a, a variety for you. For me personally, yes. Okay. Because of what a woman can appreciate is a very well-rounded man um, who can adapt to different situations. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, I've dated multiple white women. I've dated multiple black women. I've dated multiple la- Latino women, even a few, you know, Asian women, uh, of course. But Any preference? Uh... I, I I would never date anyone exclusively, um, but I will say the majority of women that I've dealt with have been outside of my race. Okay. Um, so well before, you know, people were just all of a sudden like, you know, like, oh, he don't like black women or anything like that. That's not the case. It's just that I, I, I really like, I don't discriminate. Gotcha. I just don't discriminate. You accept me for who I am. Like, I accept you for who you are. I just happen to put myself in situations to where, you know, I, I, I can have communication with anyone. Do or, you find that white women are more accepting to somebody that is more open sexually and more uh, open to ideas of different expressions of sexuality meaning like you talk about poly you talk about mm-hmm. you know those different um well <clears throat> before we get into that i will say like that's i don't think like poly lifestyles or or that type of whatever like as far as they call alternative lifestyles yeah isn't just for let's say white women or anything like that because there's a growing population of polys for people of color right it is Mm -hmm. it doesn't get glorified as much um but i will say as far as like with white women um they the way we are here in in society they're more they don't have the repercussions Mm -hmm. as far as expressing their sexuality as as say black women or latino women Mm -hmm. so because they do exist right and so for people, um, minorities, 
they have to kind of sequ- suppress it a little bit because they'll instantly get judged more so than white women. You hear all the time, white women I've dated, they've gone out and say, oh yeah, you know, in college, you know, I was pretty wild, you know, I had like 30 partners and, you know, I had a threesome and, and I'm just sitting there like, oh my God, like, and it's nothing for them. Right. It's nothing right. to where, like, let's say with the black woman, that comes up in a personal conversation later on down the line, you know, it's just me and her talking, like, it may just come out, she might even still admit that, like, as far as her yeah. wildness or, 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 or thing like that. So, it's just that the society just doesn't, just doesn't harp like they they have more freedom to just express that Mm -hmm. so you know with with white women so they can be the ones that are more curious as far as like what the bbc is Mm -hmm. i don't know if the viewers know what 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 that is or whatever but i would hope so if they listen to this podcast (laughs) (laughs) and it's not the british broadcasting channel (laughs) i want to say that for sure um They'll be more blunt with it. And even though it's a stereotype, because mm-hmm. not everyone is packing like that, but right. it's, it's, it's in the back of their mind. Mm, I would imagine. It's in the back I of their mind. I would imagine. Please, you know? Yeah. They just want to know. Like, they'll be highly disappointed, you know? And be like, oh, like, okay, it's a myth. <laughs> it's a myth. <laughs> For sure. Absolutely. Well, if the, if, if the stats on um, uh, Pornhub that they publish, Every uh, now and then is any indication there's definitely a big fascination, no pun intended, oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. with BBC. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, so, for sure, for sure. It's, you know, it's, and the thing is, well, I find it a, a lot of white guys like it. Mm-hmm. They watch it. One of the reasons I asked about the race thing specifically mm-hmm. is because it's, it seems like in general, uh, people of, well, the Caucasian persuasion are more, fluid mm-hmm. in, in their uh, expressions and experiences of s- sexuality without actually putting a label on themselves. Like, like they'll float between things. And they, they, that doesn't mean that just because I'm dabbling, that doesn't mean that I, 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 I identify this way. I'm just having fun. I'm just. That's true doing uh, the to thing. an extent. But yeah. honestly, as we're in 2023 now, you, you see that all, all across the board. This is true. Right. More so. Yeah. Than more ever so before. all across more, yeah. more than ever. Mm-hmm. Now, back in the day. Yeah. They totally like you can you can like look, for example, like Madonna. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, McDonald's kissing women on stage and, you know, doing whatever. But she never came out and said, oh, I'm, I don't know if she ever came out and said I'm bi or gay or anything like that. She's just Madonna. Right. Right. You know. Right. Um, similar to, we're, we're probably going to subject here, but like Dennis Robin, for example. Right, 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 right. You know, where yeah. obviously he has tendencies, but he's never came out and said, hey, you know, I'm, I'm gay or anything like that. Right. Um, I just think now with the, you know, um, nowadays to where everyone now, it seems like it's more open with dabbling, basically, mm-hmm. without, having a label put on them right or things like that so yeah um yeah i think there's more acceptance of a broader idea of sexuality less rigid very much so very very much so box but but i'm all hetero over here though Mm -hmm. so no no dabbling (laughs) no dabbling but to each his own right to each his own right right so so i remember you talking to me about um a, a a specific situation. I think you said, and correct me if I'm wrong, that you were thinking or trying out. Was it Polly? I've, I've, yeah, 
Okay. Yeah. And I remember you saying that uh, you were struggling with it because you, at the time, had somebody in your life that you liked and you don't... you didn't think that she would really be okay with that. And so you really couldn't be as open with her on that conversation, that line of conversation, because she wouldn't be. Yeah, it would have been a no-go. It would have been a no-go. It would have been a no-go. So mm-hmm. why even. So put, tell me about, about that. Into it. Well, you know, you like someone and then you, 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 you click on every level you mm-hmm. sexually emotionally financially in the case may be it's like okay i can really really i can really see myself with this person mm-hmm. so but there's a point where it's when you think about yourself it's like well what turns you on or what would be something that's not out of the um out of the norm that you would be comfortable with and you know, I've always been intrigued, never said I would do it or not, but always been intrigued by what what they call um, a poly, like a triad, mm. a triad where it's, well, in my case, it would be two women and one man, like all living under the same house. Right. And in a triad type relationship. Because mm-hmm. I was curious as to how that would work under that dynamic. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, when you look at it outside of the sex, like, you know, that's like three incomes coming in. Right. <laughs> I mean, inflation is real. You know, right? really, you've got to look at alternative options nowadays, you know? Right. Um, but, you know, you would have, you know, like a full-on relationship. But it would be a close because I've learned so much over the years as far as different types of poly relationships and multiples. But anyway, getting back to mm-hmm. me and this particular young lady. Um, I've, I've, I kind of mentioned it, but you know, it's just a no go. You hear the like, Hey, I don't share. And then also it's like, I don't, I don't like women like that. Mm-hmm. So, okay. You know, it's just like, okay, well that's, so we, because we're not she, pursue this. Yeah. in this situation, she, would she have to be bisexual in order for that to work? I would think in a, in a relationship. Yes. Like, okay. They, they, Someone get left out if not all three are getting loved. It's just, you know, see you smiling over there, but it's true. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Somebody gonna feel left out and that relationship's only gonna go south. That's funny. <laughs> so, you know, if I'm not home, you know, you guys can have your relationship, you know. Send me the pictures and the video. <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily because, you know, we get like the Alaskan king size bed, you know, <laughs> three of us can sit. And then if you want to separate space, you can do that. You get real creative. Um, but ideally, though, like that was more so of a thought than reality, even though I know it could be reality if I've really searched for it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we talked about it earlier. It's a sound a recovering fuck boy because <laughs> you know I, I I think it's time I, I think it's time to where I can get out of that phase okay and really like hunker down with one person yeah okay yeah absolutely absolutely one one person but uh but I also will say. Until that happens, <laughs> until that happens, you just have fun. As long as it's safe, as long as no one's getting hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
Yeah, it, it's that would be the end goal for me. Okay. But again, like I said, until that happens, um, we'll see. But as far as like getting back to what you mentioned, as far as like with the poly, I mean, I still would be open to it, of course. But it's not it's not a requirement. I know some some guys will say, hey, you know, I'm poly like I, I like having I don't really understand that. Like I've had women who, you know, have husbands and they want like a relationship outside of there. But I'm like, OK, well, what does your husband do? Well, he sees other people, too. I'm like, well, you do, too. And he's like, yeah, I do also. And I'm just like, but you guys are together. I'm like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, I'm like, look, I don't knock anyone's mm-hmm. preferences, but sometimes I scratch my head like, uh, just be single. Listen, I've said fuck so many times in this episode. What a fucking mess. We'll be right back. Right after these fucking messages. What, what is it that these people are looking for? Mm. I mean, because it sounds to me they're just looking for a big dick. Listen, so much has been attached to the black penis. Our values, our ideas around what it means to be more or less of a man, our fantasies, and as history shows, our fears. When white people have a belief system that the role of a black person is to bring them pleasure, mm-hmm. is to make them happy, is to fulfill mm. whatever need or desire it is that they have, mm-hmm. then, and that mm. message gets passed down generation to generation, yes. and it shows up in different contexts, but it's the same shit. They castrated us. Mm. And the reason why they castrated us was because they were in fear of the big black penis. We unpacked a lot in this episode. Press play. Sit back because it's a heavy load. Listen to Past the Black Penis, Season 3, Episode 2. And after you follow the Poet God podcast on your favorite podcasting app, a quick search of the Poet God on Twitter and Instagram will connect you to just what we have on tap. And if you're not that social, at thepoetgod.com, we got your back. Is it a good thing to be a fuckboy? Well, I think in some ways it really much is, right? But again, it depends on what you do with it. It's like saying, is it a good thing to be a great salesperson? Well, typically it is, unless the product is shit. One of the things I wanted to go through with you, and you, as we go through, you can tell me where this holds truth for you. So as we conclude our interview with Adrian, I wanted to get his take on what we're calling eight examples a fuckboy fuckery. Number one, he's ambiguous about your relationship. Example, he refuses to make a commitment to you or define his relationship with you as anything but hanging out, kicking it, or having fun. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because you don't you, you don't want to pigeonhole yourself. Mm-hmm. You don't. You want to... There's a sense of freedom that comes with you know, fuckboy tendencies or whatever. Like, look, you're not going, you're not going to lock me down. Mm-hmm. You know, like I want to kick it with you. I'm spending time with you. You like me. I like you. I'm making you feel good. I'm making you feel happy. But 
Yeah, we we just not gonna. No, no, you're you're not gonna. You, I'm not gonna meet your family. <laughs> okay. I'm not gonna do that. Okay. Number two, he has a gaslighting tongue. Example, in other words, he's a liar in the worst way. If he's really good at it, he'll cause you to question your feelings and intuition regarding the situation and manipulate you into seeing things his way to the point where you may even apologize for the thing that he knows your feelings are right about. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> but that that trait right there is more so of a full-blown narcissist mm-hmm. more than anything. So it's not just fuckboy, but sometimes you got to you got to turn into a narcissist in order to get what you want. Mm. Number three, phone bone. Example, when it comes to his phone, he's like a dog with a bone. There's probably more than a few things that will blow his cover in uncleared notifications, on hidden pictures, or undeleted messages or DMs. If it's been a few months of dating and he won't even let you check his phone for the time, um, you in danger, girl. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, women will say, hey, there, there should be no reason for me to go through your phone. Okay. But I'll never go through your phone. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want you going through mine. <laughs> now, if if I let you go through my phone, you can't get mad because I will probably only only way I will let like that happen is if we have that establishment. Like, you know what it is, right? Like, you know. But if you think it's more, or if 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 we're in this relationship or in this situation to where. You know, we're trying to get to know each other. There's no need for you to see my phone. So if you see a text message come through, okay, well, we haven't had to talk yet. Right. Like, we haven't had that talk about being exclusive. Mm-hmm. So you can't get mad. So in order to even uh, to, to, to have that scenario come up, it's fine. Matter of fact, it's going in my pocket right now. <laughs> Number four. Dirty little secret. Example. So you've been dating for more than a few months and you've never met anyone in his life of importance to him. Even worse, he only spends time with you at specified times in specified places and he definitely avoids any events or activities with you that involve your family and friends. Yeah, I already touched upon that. Yes. We we don't we don't we don't need to do all that. We don't need to do all that. Why? Why? Why do you want to meet my friends? I, I don't even want to meet your friends, you know, unless you got a couple of good ones that maybe I got, I got, I got a friend that maybe we can hug up with or something like that. Mm-hmm. But we don't need to go through all that. Right. It's, it's a process. Right. It's a process. Number five, sexy texty. Example, a fuckboy isn't interested in having meaningful, deep conversations with you. An attempt at such conversations will lead to talk about sex. And if he isn't able to lure you with his flirting, he'll withdraw and ignore you. It depends what tier you're on. Mm. Because it comes in tiers. Okay. If you're at the bottom tier, yeah, he just wants to smash. Mm-hmm. You know, he just he just won't take you to pound town. You know? 
Um, so the majority of the conversation is going to be based off, you know, hey, how's your day? I'm doing well. So, you know, like, what are you wearing? Conversation. <laughs> to where if he really is like feeling you, then yeah, he's gonna he, he the, the the sex talk won't be as prevalent. He's probably wanna know more about you. You know, it just depends on what tier you're on. Right. But the thing is a woman never know what tier she's on initially and until his actions speak otherwise. And you'd be like, Okay, well, I'm not that high on total pole. Right. And I think you probably you know, spoke directly to this next one while we read it anyway. Sure. Sex. Then next. Example. A classic sign of a fuckboy is one who charms your pants off and treats you like dirty laundry until they want to use you again. Rinse and repeat. Again, it just depends on the tear. Yeah. You know, because um, some people suggest themselves to put them in that tier and they're fine with that and so it's like their their actions is what is what you're going to get mm-hmm. you know you, you get what you put out <laughs> literally you get what you put out number seven fuck all y'all example a fuck boy will fuck you and all your girlfriends who let him with no regards for your feelings oh so yeah they exist <laughs> They exist. Um, personally, I, I haven't been in that situation, um, but it happens. You know that that that's that's definitely that's that's top tier fuckboy right there. You said top tier. Yeah, that's top tier. Yeah, that's that's gold star fuckboy right there. Wow. So, but but you know what though? The interesting part about that is that in some cases, some women they still would deal with that guy to an extent. They, they will feel hurt or whatever, but if he's laying it down, trust me, like a lot of things will get, I won't say get forgiven, but no, so basically, she may, she may circle the block. So basically you're saying like basically how good you are at sex will cover a multitude of sins. <sighs> it depends on how vulnerable she is. Mm. Because a lot of people be like, oh, hell no, that's fine. But there are a lot of women out here that just, you know, they, they, they digmatize, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of guys, they, they focus on that. They like, once you, once you hit the bottom, <laughs> you just unlock Pandora's box. I'm dead. You <laughs> <laughs> just, trust me. Number eight, busy but free example he only has time for his own interests and will connect with you on his terms he says he's busy but he's always on social media and dating apps and you notice that he's always checking his phone but somehow seems to never have it when you try to text or call him yeah that's true that's i've I've heard that a lot a lot of um exit interviews that i've had oh god (laughs) It was I want things on my terms. That 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 is that is a classic. I think I think every fuckboy or whatever you want to call us um has that where you want to do it on their terms. On on our terms, basically. On mm-hmm. our terms. Because it's again, male ego, it's about us. So look. You know, actually, I don't have any plans this weekend. Like, 
Let me hit up. Hey, what you doing this weekend? Uh, I got so and so 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 why? Oh, I was wondering if you wanted to um hang out. No, I I can't do it. You know what? Whatever. Call <laughs> <laughs> somebody else. I'm not dealing with her no more. Right. Because again, like. It went on my terms. Right. I, I hey, look, I'm trying. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to show you the world this weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, because I got time. Mm-hmm. And if not, all right. Well, who, who, who next? Go through your phone. All right. Well, let me get on this app here. Start swiping left. Start swiping right. <laughs> That's how it is. That's how it is. That's how it is. That's how it is. Now, have you ever swiped right on the female version of you? Oh yeah. Mm. Oh yeah, but you know what though? Like, I can spot them out. I'd be like, when they, it's, it's called reverse psychology because there's certain lines that she'll say. I'd be like, wait a minute, no, you don't tell me that. I tell you that. Oops. <laughs> it's just, it's like the movie Boomerang. You seen the movie Boomerang? I think so. It's Eddie Murphy. I think it's been a minute. Yeah, I think you know he he met his match and he was just you know he he was digging her because it was the female version of him. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, you, and you always, it's like, yo, like, in a way that's kind of, it's kind of sexy, mm-hmm. you know, because it's like, well, you, you understand how the game go. Right. Yeah, so, but but they can also figure out when they're dealing with a fuckboy also, mm-hmm. you know, and that could be cool, but then also could be like, you know what? We need to go our separate ways because we're, we're we're too much alike. And that's what I was wondering, like, how long is that sustainable? Yeah, you know, because is that like a you know explosion? Is that yeah. just gonna be always combustible and toxic? But and- honestly, though, like, I've, females I've come across like that, like, I've actually kept them around as like, you know, becoming really good friends. Okay, because they know who I am and I know how they are. Right, you know, and so it's. We keep each other, you know, on each other's toes. So even though the, the sexual dynamic one may not be there or whatever, mm-hmm. like, we're still cool mm-hmm. with each other. And um, mm-hmm. let them know how it is right. on both sides, you know. So great to give advice, give advice, all that. Right. So interesting. Yeah, very much so. Interesting. Yeah. So what, does that advice look like, okay, this is how you get in her pants kind of thing? It's more so... Like, you can just call, you can vent, be like, hey, I got this situation with this chick. What do you think from a female perspective? Hmm, so she's it's, a traitor. It, it's all the female. <laughs> hey, because she'll turn around and do the same thing for me, like this right. guy here. And so it's kind of like, it's kind of like, I mean, when, when you're in it, uh-huh. you look for all ways that get a one-up on people, you know? So if, if, if you have intel from the opposite sex, why not take advantage of Interesting. it? Interesting. I didn't see that twist. Yeah, why not take advantage of it? Yes, yeah. it's, it's it's like war, you know. You you get allies, you get people that spy, you know. You, so you get the information. So I got my spies. Oh wow, you know. So mm. okay. so it's cool because ultimately, regardless of the acts or the way you, you you're doing things, you know, you're still. It's not like because you got fuckboy tendencies don't make don't make you a bad person, right? Or fuck girl mentality, whatever. Don't make right. you a bad person. Right. It's just that you know you. You're blessed in certain ways, you know? Mm-hmm. You, just, you just do it that way, so. A lot of women, a lot of good women, a lot of good girls, we have this thing where we feel like we can actually change someone or we can love someone better. And I think if you are ever around the F-boy, you will realize that there's something psychologically wrong with them. And 
as women, we are so maternal and our instinct is to come his therapist to help him. We think that our love can heal him. Unfortunately, that is not the case. F-boys do not respond well to love, so you cannot love them better. You cannot make them better by loving them. I'm Akil Johnson, and this is the Poet God. Thank you for listening.